1: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Slaying self Dial Podcast. I'm your host, Felicia Wallace. Today, I want to talk about something that I'm sure everybody's talking about. Um, Nipsey Hussle again. Over the last couple of days, I have been able to see the situation from a different light. I think I said last week that, you know... Definitely wasn't a fan of the music. Um, Not that I wasn't a fan, but I just didn't know it. But definitely learning more things about him as a man, who he was as an entrepreneur, who he was as a community activist, um, those type of things. Definitely put things into perspective. I think it's wonderful to see that people are celebrating his life in a positive way and celebrating the things that he's done as opposed to what he, like his entertainment, like what his a title was so to speak he's an entertainer but he definitely was far beyond that he had a vision he had a goal um he had something that he set out to do and he did it I think that it's very commendable because it's we we talk a lot we say a lot oh we gonna do this I'm gonna do that I said for about two years I was gonna do a podcast and it took me two years to do it but he actually you know did it and I, I think that I I don't think it was I some people saying, oh well, because he had the money he was able to do it and he had the resources and this that and the third but he could have done anything I mean it, with the money that he had he could have done anything but instead he chose to do that and so it just really made me kind of think about like the choices that we make and knowing exactly what it is that we're supposed to do like if In this situation, like for myself in this podcast, like I really do not have any idea how this is going to end. What it is that God has designed for me or where this is going to take me. All I know is I'm just supposed to be doing this. And to me, I feel like as long as I'm obedient in that manner, then everything else will work itself out. But it definitely made me think about like what the bigger vision could be or what it it could turn out to be. But I still have to, you know, just start here. The other part about this whole situation made me think about losing people and seeing how everybody's been so impacted by um, his loss from, you know, his family to his fans to people who probably weren't even his fans. I joke with my sister and my cousin this week about them being in mourning. And so they're like, we're not in mourning. I'm celebrating his life. And I'm like, I've seen you all over Uh, Social media just, you know, the marathon continues uh, over and over and they, you know, they definitely had their reasons as to why. They are what well, my sister said that it's going to be for the rest of the year, and I'm sure there's lots of people that feel like that. I just think it's to me, it's funny just because you know, knowing her and just knowing how she is when it comes to people who pass who are like celebrities, she goes all in, and so it, it's just it's funny. It definitely made me think about some losses that I've had in my life that wondering, like, so in reference to a person, so it really made me think about the way that they spoke about him. And how they are talking about how many people he lived, how many lives he touched during the time that he was here just in a short while and just how much of an impact he had. It made me think of my friend, Angie. She passed away in 2012 abruptly and, you know, it was 2019, seven years later, it still affects me. We actually met in middle school and she was my buddy when I went to the school And I feel like that since then we were just like, you know, inseparable because we went to the same school all the way up until 12th grade. But I think the one thing that was unique about Angie is that she made everybody feel like that they were her best friend. Like, so there's six of us that remain friends and remain very close after middle school and high school. We've been to each other's weddings, baby showers, kids parties, all of those things. I think that prior to well I do know prior to Angie's death you know we all kind of kept in touch but we knew that she was the glue to kind of kept us all together when she passed it was one of those things that everybody was just like of of anybody like why her and you know I think it's something that we still struggle with now just kind of figuring out like where what what was the purpose like what was God's purpose in this whole thing and I remember about maybe like I think it was last year or two years ago. I think it was two years ago or her fifth anniversary. Um, I remember sending um a message to my girls and telling them that, you know, she had a way of making everybody feel like they were her best friend, and that I thought that I think that the purpose of her passing was to have us be closer because we are closer than we've ever been. And I think that sometimes there's people in your lives that you lose that bring other things together and you don't realize it at the time. When I think about the situation with Nipsey Hussle, my hope hope and my prayer is that regardless of him being gone, that, People are telling the truth when they say the marathon continues. I pray that they keep it going because there's going to be people who wish that they had more time or they had, you know, an opportunity to be able to speak to him. Um, Because that's definitely how I feel about Angie. I had the opportunity to go to one of our friend's birthdays. It's like the month before she passed away and I didn't feel like it to this day that still haunts me because it wasn't a reason why I just didn't feel like it like and you know my family calls me the queen of no because they say I say no to everything but I don't I just I pick and choose what I feel like doing and if I don't I don't you know whatever situation taught me was that the people that are important to me I have to make time for them and the people that I say I value their relationship and I value our friendship and I value what they mean to me. I have to show that it can't just be, you know, here and there. I got to put the work in. And I think that that's something that for me, I feel like I still um, regret regret. I don't have many regrets, but I do regret that. I regret not going because I would have had one more memory, you know, not to say that the memories I didn't have were enough, but I felt like that was a choice I made that had I really, really, had I known that that would have probably been the last time I saw her, I would have gone. I think about now what we do, like we celebrate her life. Like we were sad for a while. We all were, but we celebrate her. Uh, One of the things that I didn't even realize it. And until somebody asked me something for um my small group. Um we're supposed to go to this event and, you know, one of the girls asked, Well should we all wear a color or something? And they were like, I don't know. So they asked me, like, do we have like a small group color? And I was like, No. But, you know, I'm like, Well, the Slane Self Doubt brand, their color is purple, gold, black and white. And so then it was like, Okay, well, we pick purple. It like hit me later that like purple Angie was somebody who like her favorite color changed like every week depending on what accessory she had what nail polish she was wearing and on the day she passed she was wearing purple one of our other friends said that she had just bought a purple purse and so we said purple it is we all wore something purple to the funeral that that's like our memory of her is the purple and so I didn't even realize it when I picked the colors that I had picked purple. And the reason why is that I'm not like, so I'm not what you would consider like a girly girl. Like my favorite colors always been black, you know, or really, really dark gray. (laughs) But I didn't even realize I picked purple when I was picking the colors. Like I just, you know, I'm like, oh, everybody on Instagram got pink and they got, you know, all these things. And I'm like, I don't want anything. Like I said, it needs to be true to me. Something that I would actually wear, something that, you know, I wouldn't mind looking at as I'm building this brand I didn't even I didn't even realize it, but those are the kind of things that sneak up on you. Or not even that, or maybe that was her sliding that in there to tell me you gon' you gonna add me right onto this. I'm just grateful for the time that I did have. I'm grateful for the memories that I have of her. I hope that she's proud of who we all have become. We all really just wish that we had more time with her. We wish that we could talk to her. And I think that this whole situation uh, with Nipsey just kind of kind of puts a lot of things in perspective in regards to losing people that you wish you had, losing different relationships Whether it's a friendship or a romantic relationship, like how do you navigate through that? Everybody talked about how strong Lauren is and. Of course, she she is, but she's going to have times where she's going to be sad. And I think that that's okay. I think that, you know, sometimes people expect for women to just be so strong and pull it together and put on your good face. And, you know, sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just need to be a complete mess. If I want to be a complete mess, I can be a complete mess. I mean, Diddy was just on Instagram talking about he had a long three-hour cry. Yes, Sometimes that's what we need, a long three-hour cry, like your face all red, snotty, all of that stuff. And then you pick yourself up, you brush yourself off, and you keep it moving. I think the same thing happens, you know, when a dream or a vision that we have dies. We have to mourn that, be sad about it, be upset that it didn't fall, you know, it didn't go through the way we wanted to. Or, You know, I've seen a lot of businesses start and stop, you know. Even with this vision, I would love for it to become somewhat something bigger than me. But I don't know. I don't know what God's plan is. I don't know what it is that He wants me to do. I don't know what it is that the what the future holds. What I know is the right hand and right now. And I think that if anything from this situation. Um shows us is that we you hear it all the time you give your people give people their flowers while they head do what you have to do now focus on what is happening right now people put so much attention or um, we wait around for you know retirement to live or all this other stuff you think about you know the generations before us how they stayed at jobs until they got their pension and they got their retirement and that's fine that works for them but there's a lot of people who stayed on those jobs until they was 55 years old and passed away at 56 and never got to spend a dime never got to travel never got to do anything and for me i just feel like these are moments where we just have to really just like reflect on our lives and decide what is it that we want what is the life that you want to live what legacy do you want to leave to your kids who are you? Who do you want to be? And we have to make that decision. now. we can't wait until quote unquote, get older. Like I'm 38 right now. And I could keep saying until I get older, but how much older am I going to be? I'm older than I was yesterday. (laughs) So at some point in time, I got to get it together. And I think that the difficulty is for all of us is that we think we have more time than we actually have. And we don't. And if we all don't, make a decision right now to do something with our lives that means something to somebody else to stop being selfish, stop just thinking about ourselves, stop holding on to something that doesn't belong to us. Like if you're in a relationship and you don't need to be in that relationship, girl, go. Like what are you waiting for? He is not going to change. He is the same person he was yesterday. And at the end of the day, you're wasting your time. And are you going to waste your time on a situation that is, slowly slowly taking more and more away from you you have you do not have any time you need to evaluate the situation you in find out whether or not it it is feeding your soul if it is not feeding you and you are not growing you are dying period that's just the end of it if you're not growing you're dying there is no in between that it ain't no stagnant stage it's no resting stage it is growth or death period End of discussion. That is it. If you were in a job where you're not growing, I had a conversation with one of my associates a few weeks back and she was just talking about just growth and development within the organization. And I was just telling, you know, talking to her and I said, you know, well, what is it that you want to do? And she told me what it is that she wanted to do. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you the truth. You can't do that here. And she kind of looked at me like, what? And I'm like, you can't do that here because that, that opportunity, that vision that that like that door is not here this is a box with a ceiling the ceiling is not glass it is cement and I said this last week you keep hitting your head over and over again and you're driving yourself crazy because there's nowhere to go. If you know that you are at a job, that you have learned everything that you can, that you have used every resource that you, you possibly can out of ever, you, you've reached out to every person to be able to get as much from it them as you can, or you just feel like that you know that your, your time is up, then you got to go. What are we waiting for? Seriously, there are jobs out here where you can make your own money, in your own time, and do whatever it is. I mean, you got Uber, you got Instacart, you got, and I'm not advertising any of these places, but I'm just thinking about places where you can work for yourself. They are places, that it doesn't have to necessarily be a 9 to 5. You can create whatever it is that you want to create, but we have been so stuck on doing whatever it is that is safe. Safe is dangerous. I mean, not being safe is, is dangerous. It's scary. It's aggravating. It's anxiety-ridden, but Wouldn't you much rather be able to live your best life and like to see your life become so much greater than what it is other than and and not to just play it safe? I think that that's the thing that I fear the most is like playing it safe. Like what if what if I didn't start this? What if I didn't take a risk? What if I didn't take a chance? I mean, at the end of the day, would it have hurt anybody. Maybe not. It may not have, but are there people that are enjoying it? Are there people that feel like that this message is for them? Every, I promise you my right hand to God. Every single time I think to myself, maybe I should not somebody, something, whether it's a DM, a comment, a review, uh, uh, somebody walking up to me, a text message, a phone call every single time, something God is telling you, keep going, keep moving. Like, I'm, I I. have you here for a reason. You are doing this for a reason. If I had used all those things that had broke me before or the things that I felt like I couldn't go any forward, if I had stopped, felt like that I could not move any forward to pass that situation because I lost a person, there's no way. If I had stopped moving in 2007 when I felt like my world was upside down, I would not be here. The only reason I'm here to be able to even share my story, to be able to share my testimony, to be able to even tell other women that you can do it is because I did. Is it a journey? Is it hard? Is it tough? Is it something that is still aggravating? Is it something that is sad? Do I still have moments where I'm sad? Do I still have moments where I'm, you know, upset about what things transpired before? Yeah, there's things that happened that I wish didn't happen, but whatever. At the end of the day, All I can do is focus on myself, focus on the things that I need to do to be better. Every day, I just want to be a better version of myself. I am proud of who I am. I am proud of the woman that I've become. I am proud that I'm not who I used to be. I am proud of all the things that I did, good, bad, and different, because they made me who I am. It allows me to be able to be this transparent. It allows me to be able to come on here and say, X, Y, and Z happened, and I'm still here. Like, at the end of the day, I'm still here. Were there times that could have lost my life? Were there times that things happened that I shouldn't be here sitting in this space right now? It should be, but God had grace and favor on me, and I'm grateful for that every single day. If nothing else to the day in this kind of randomness of uh, a little bit of sadness and a little bit of celebration and memories and all the stuff is just. We got to move forward. There's things that happen to us that people know and people don't know. And I'm not telling you to get over it. That's not what I'm saying because you're not going to get over it. Something happened to you. It's a part of you. It's a memory of you, but you cannot stay there. Whatever that is, you can't stay there. You have to move forward. Your life and other lives attached to you are dependent on it. And if you don't hear nothing else but that today, then that's what I need you to hear, that you need to evaluate your situation, evaluate where you are, whether it's a relationship, whether it's your job, whether it's a a dream and vision that you think you have that's, kind of at a stagnant re sometimes you just got to go back to the drawing board and you got to write it all down make it plain see what it is exactly you're trying to do I think sometimes we in our heads too much and we're just like oh well maybe if I do this then I do that and and sometimes just write it out and once you write it out and you realize oh I'm already here right oh okay I'm already Oh, I did get past that. Oh, I did do that. We'll be in a much better place. So I really do hope that everybody just takes a lesson from these, the things that have gone transpired over the last week. I am the other part about this whole situation is that there's been so much positivity on social media these last two weeks, everybody, which means that we can do it, people like We don't have to be negative. We don't have to feed into the ratchetness and the foolishness. Although, you know, sometimes it is a guilty pleasure. However we have an opportunity and obligation to the generation underneath us to to be able to show that we don't have to be fussing, fighting, cussing, and killing each other. Like, it does not have to be that way. And I think that we, we have an example to set. And if we really want to see the change, we have to be the change. And I just hope I'm doing my part. I hope that this is enough. I hope it's something that somebody... I always hope that at the end of every podcast that somebody gets something from it. I always say the same thing that you found a value in every lesson. I try to make sure that whatever I say and whatever I speak is my truth and that it's relatable to other people. Yeah, I think that's it for today because I feel like I'm rambling. Sorry, guys. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and comment on iTunes or iCloud. Have a great week. See ya